You're listening to Brains On from NPR News and Southern California Public Radio. We're serious about being curious. I'm Molly Bloom, and I am really excited about today's topic. Too excited? Maybe? No, no. I am really excited because your questions led me to find out that nasal mucus is really, really cool. Kind of magical, even. Now, I know our last episode was about farts, and it might seem too soon to explore boogers, but part of the reason that these two are back-to-back is that we're getting ready for a live show in November called Gross Out. At the show, we'll be discussing the science of blood, boogers, and farts. The show is in St. Paul, Minnesota, and if you want to find out more, you can head to FitzgeraldTheater.org. And if you do buy tickets, you can use the promo code BRAINS to get $5 off per ticket. So to get ready for that show, we're answering the questions that you've sent us about what's inside our noses. As it turns out, boogers are just the tip of the iceberg, or boogerberg. Okay, I'm sorry for that. But our first question today comes courtesy of Harrison in Lakewood Ranch, Florida. My question is, how do boogers get in your nose, and why aren't they in other parts of your body? Awesome, Harrison. A two-part question. First, the source. Boogers come from mucus that's made in our noses, and it's basically super-powered. Dr. Holly Boyer, who's an otolaryngologist at the University of Minnesota, treats patients who have nasal and sinus issues. I have a lot of experience with nasal mucus. And it's really important stuff. That mucus does some key things for our bodies. First, it makes sure the air we breathe in doesn't hurt our lungs. It moisturizes the air that you breathe. If you go outside and it's cold and you breathe in through your mouth, it hurts your throat, it hurts your lungs, it kind of burns. But if you breathe through your nose, the air becomes completely humidified. By the time it reaches the back of the nose, it's almost 100% humidified. So the air that reaches your lungs is nice and wet and it doesn't hurt your lungs. The other thing mucus does is it cleans and filters the air that we breathe. And the way it does that is super cool. Our noses are constantly making mucus. It's made by what are called goblet cells. The mucus in your nose um, is a sticky substance. It's made partially of water, actually mostly water, about 95% water. More specifically, it's salt water. And about 5% of it is made of sticky substances like proteins and substances that your body secretes to make it sticky. And that stickiness is key. It acts as a kind of flypaper that traps nasty things that we don't want to breathe into our lungs. Viruses, fungus, bacteria, dust, pollens. There are, are chemicals in there that make it really hostile for bacteria and fungi and viruses to live. So there are chemicals and cells that attack those invaders. There's also um, antibodies to recognize whether or not it's something good or something bad. So once these get caught, where do they go? It turns out your nose is an efficient self-cleaning system, basically replacing your nasal mucus every 20 minutes. So the same cells that line the inside of the nose that secrete the mucus also have little tiny microscopic hairs on them. And it's really interesting that the flow of mucus is pre-programmed. It constantly is being swept into the back of the nose, except for a very small part in the front of your nose, which gets propelled forward, which is in a very convenient place for your fingers to reach it. These hairs Holly mentioned aren't the ones you can see at the front of your nose. Those are great for filtering out big things like bugs and dirt. The hairs that sweep the mucus back and out of your nose are very, very tiny. You can only see these with a microscope, and they're constantly moving. And so that that sticky mucus that's full of all that bad stuff that it filtered out of the air, you swallow that. 
And it's fine to swallow it. An interesting fact is that your nose produces one to two liters of mucus per day. And most of that you don't even notice because it's continually being um, swept into the back of your nose by those little hairs and you just swallow it. Good thing about swallowing is that when it goes into your stomach, anything that's alive, like a virus or bacteria or fungus, dies because of the acid content in your stomach. So the acid in your stomach kills all that stuff that your nose so efficiently filtered. So it's pretty sophisticated. The air you breathe in through your nose goes to your lungs, but the mucus produced by your nose goes into your stomach. Now, like Holly said, most of the mucus is swept back and swallowed, but a small bit at the front is pushed forward where it becomes boogers. Okay, now for the second part of Harrison's question. How do boogers get in your nose, and why aren't they in other parts of your body? That's a really good question, but there's a, there is a logical answer to that. So there are other places in your body where you make mucus. You make mucus in your stomach and in your GI tract and in your lungs. Your nose, however, is where all of the air in the atmosphere comes into your body, so it dries out. So boogers are just dry mucus, and it's just airflow. Very logical indeed. Dr. Holly Boyer is going to be back with more booger science in just a minute. But first, the mystery sound. Here it is. Any guesses? We'll be back with the answer in just a bit. Any questions you want to hear answered on Brains On? Any mystery sounds you want to share? Or maybe you just want to send us a drawing or a high five? You can email us anytime at brainson at m as in Minnesota pr.org. You can also send us actual letters in the actual mail. You can find our mailing address at our website, brainson.org. And while you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter. That's where we've been recommending other cool podcasts and websites for you to check out, letting you know about new episodes and events. Plus, soon we'll be doing contests and fun quizzes through the mailing list, too. Make sure you don't miss any of it by signing up. Now it's time for the Brains Honor Roll. These are the awesome kids who keep the show going with their ideas, mystery sounds, and high fives. Here's the most recent group of kids to be added to the Brains Honor Roll. Arlo, Huan, Ginny, and Tycho from Melbourne, Australia. Sierra from Los Angeles. Moses from Honolulu. Owen and Leo from Minneapolis. Theron and Ryan from Delhi, Ontario. Peter from Centerville, Minnesota. Elijah from Seattle. Trevor and Joel from Boise, Idaho. Liam from Eagle River, Alaska. Gavin from Ohio. Jonah from Somerville, Massachusetts. Jasper from Washington, D.C. Audrey, Hayden, Zoe. Audrey, Eileen, Sydney, and Phoebe from Spring, Texas. Quinn from Leroy, Illinois. Kate from Billerica, Massachusetts. Remy from Washington, D.C., Arlington and Vin from Magnolia, Arkansas, Micah from Richmond, Virginia, Andrew from Latrobe, Pennsylvania, Julia from Washington, D.C., West and Tate from Westboro, Massachusetts, Liam from Caribou, Maine, Eric from Cottage Grove, Minnesota, Vishnu from Allentown, Pennsylvania, Isabel from Owings Mills, Maryland, Miles from Claremont, Florida, Elliot and Carden from Concord, Massachusetts, and Carson from Fort Ann, New York. All right, back to the mystery sound. Let's hear it again. 
Any guesses? Here's a hint. This device can be illuminating. Any new ideas? Let's hear it one more time. Here with the answer is eight-year-old Jane from California. That was the sound of my lamp turning on and off. I picked that sound because it makes a good loud noise, and I like that. Thanks, Jane. Now back to your booger questions. Next up is Milo from West Palm Beach, Florida. My question is, why does your nose get stuffy when you're sick? Good question, Milo. I mean, you'd think our bodies would try to help us breathe by giving us as much air as possible, not trying to make it harder to breathe. Here's Dr. Holly Boyer with the answer. So when you get sick, especially with viral infections, the most common infection in the nose, the virus goes in and it infects that lining tissue to the nose. And all of those cells that are producing mucus and that have those little hairs, those get damaged. And when they're damaged, there's irritation of the underlying tissue. And one of the responses that your body has is to secrete lots of mucus. Part of that is probably to try to wash the debris out of the nose. And that's why you have thicker mucus. It's more colored when you have an infection, is that it's full of debris and dead cells. So that increased amount, it may be somewhat protective in that it's trying to wash some of that away. And it also promotes healing because for your the inside of your nose to heal after a viral infection, it's almost like healing from a burn. The inside needs to be healthy and moist um, to promote that healing. Our next and last question is from Lydia of Holland, Michigan. Why do you get a runny nose when you're outside in the cold? Shouldn't your snot freeze? Great question. Not only is our nose able to humidify the air we breathe, it's also an excellent thermometer. So there's a, there's a really sensitive temperature sensing system in the nose. And when you breathe in cold air, it increases the blood flow to your nose because your nose is really efficient at also warming the air. So like I said before, when you breathe in cold, dry air, it hurts your lungs. The coldness hurts your lungs too. So increased blood flow to the nose warms the air that you breathe. As you increase the blood flow, you also increase some of the stimulation to the nose that produces secretions. So more blood in the nose means more mucus produced by those cells. And it's warm enough inside your nose that it doesn't freeze. So our noses and the mucus that's in them is pretty amazing and important. Dr. Holly Boyer hopes you give a little love to the super-powered nasal mucus that keeps us healthy. Mucus is good for you. It's protecting your lungs. It's filtering out things that could hurt you. Um, and even though people think it's annoying and gross, if you didn't have it, you'd have a lot more trouble. So maybe next time you blow your nose, say thanks to all that mucus before you toss it out. That's it for this episode of Brains On. We'll be back very soon with more answers to your questions. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at brains underscore on, and we're on Facebook too. You can also sign up for our newsletter by heading to our website, brainson.org. Thanks for listening.